This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Abortion pills are now entering the discussion here in Alabama after doctors performing abortions in the state have now come to a halt due to the Supreme Court ruling that was issued last week. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall says that the state law that was passed in 2019 bans abortions in all cases except when the life of the mother is threatened, and that also includes medically induced abortions. Mike Lewis works within the AG's office and confirmed with 1819 News that the pill RU486 is an abortion-causing drug and therefore is prohibited under the state law. That state law also makes it a felony for a doctor to perform an abortion or assist in the process here in the state. The morning-after pill, which is also called Plan B, is considered a contraceptive pill that prevents implantation of a fertilized egg into the uterine wall of a woman who takes it. This medication is currently not covered under the 2019 law that prohibits abortion, according to the AG's office. A new missile system integration lab is coming to Alabama. Lockheed Martin in Huntsville has started construction on the facility at its campus. The MSIL program will be used as part of the Next Generation Interceptor program, which supports the Missile Defense Agency from ballistic missile threats to the U.S. Lockheed Martin will invest $16 million to build the 25,000-square-foot facility. Lockheed Martin has been operating in Huntsville since 1963. Its headquarters are in Maryland. The aerospace and global security company has over 100,000 employees and facilities across the world. A Homewood police officer has been critically injured and hospitalized after a police chase with a murder suspect. That suspect had failed to appear on a warrant and was spotted by police on Tuesday. The incident happened on Lakeshore Parkway and the chase led all the way to Interstate I-59. The officer in pursuit was on a motorcycle, and that's when he lost control and crashed into another officer's SUV during that chase. The officer had to be airlifted to UAB Hospital and is currently in stable condition in the ICU. The male murder suspect ended up being caught after he fled on foot from his vehicle. 20-year-old Tyreek McCall is set to go to trial this August for the 2021 murder of 18-year-old Orlando Williams Jr., McCall is actually one of four suspects who are charged in Williams' death, which occurred at a Comfort Inn hotel in Bessemer. On Monday, the Daily Detail featured Matt Clark of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty and his opinion on the Supreme Court ruling that favored a high school football coach and his right to pray and express his faith on school property. I was able to talk further with Clark about other rulings that have come out from this latest Supreme Court session that involves all three justices that were appointed by former President Donald Trump. We, we are starting to see a call to return to originalism in other areas of the law. Now, the one problem that the courts are having is uh, what to do with the issue of precedent. Um, you know, if, if the court has, has ruled on a constitutional issue, um, the, the general rule is that that ruling ought to be followed unless you can demonstrate that it was egregiously wrong. And there are other problems like, you know, it's not workable. Um, it's inconsistent with, you know, uh, other rulings. Um, it, it, you know, it's decision, it, it's basis has been undermined by subsequent legal developments, stuff like that. Um, so I, I think that's the one thing that's kind of stopping the court from reevaluating every constitutional case in light of originalism. They have to work through a lot of bad precedents. Um, th- that's the one thing that's, that's slowing them down from, from going all in. Right. But I'll tell you what, Andrea, d- despite that, um, it is a night and day difference 
with with the approach that the court is is taking to constitutional issues from um, before Donald Trump appointed his appointees until afterwards. It is much much better, and I I pray that the the six conservative leading justices um, spend a long time up on the court and keep doing the work that they're doing because they're doing great work. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, reacts to the news that 46 illegal immigrants died in an 18-wheeler near San Antonio, Texas. The group was being smuggled into the U.S. from Mexico and were left in that trailer by human traffickers. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick says the Biden administration has created a culture of death by letting drugs and humans be smuggled across the border by dangerous cartel members. Texas Governor Greg Abbott posted on Twitter that these deaths are on the Biden administration for their open border policy. Here's Pierre reacting. Uh, we're focused on them, on the facts, uh, on and holding the human strugglers who endangered uh, vulnerable individual uh, individuals for profits accountable. Uh, and we're and we're focused on continuing our historic actions to disrupt dangerous smuggling networks, including through new uh, anti-smuggling campaign that just in the first two months uh, resulted in over 1,800 arrests. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the border is closed. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is looking for more ways to get abortion-inducing medication to women who might be living in states that have now banned or will be banning abortion procedures. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra called the Supreme Court ruling last week to overturn Roe v. Wade a despicable decision. Becerra says that he's working to make sure states cannot ban the abortion pill in cases of rape, incest, or the life of the mother. Becerra has even floated out the idea that the White House will launch lawsuits against states that ban the abortion pill. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin is asking Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to indefinitely postpone the enforcement of the COVID-19 vaccine on those members of the Virginia Army National Guard. Youngkin's letter to Austin says the vaccine mandate will push out Guard members at a time when they are needed to remain. The letter mentions the impact to troop readiness when there are substantial deployments about to happen ahead of the hurricane season. It also referenced natural immunity and other treatments against COVID as alternatives rather than a vaccine mandate. Youngkin says the defense secretary should respect and accommodate the sincerely held religious beliefs, medical choices, or matters of conscience that have led the National Guard members to refuse the vaccine so far. That letter was also signed by Republican members of Congress from that state. British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for her part in aiding and abetting Jeffrey Epstein in the sexual abuse and trafficking of underage girls. Maxwell was described as the trusted facilitator for Epstein, who would befriend young girls who were coming out of bad societal situations by offering them money and future help, only to hand them off to Epstein for sexual abuse. Several of these female witnesses showed up in court during the sentencing so the judge would hear the level of damage that was caused by Maxwell's actions. Annie Farmer was one of those witnesses. The truths about these crimes, about child sexual abuse and exploitation, are deeply uncomfortable. They happen more frequently than we want to acknowledge. And often perpetrators, as we saw in this case, are not strangers in vans. They're the people that live in our communities, and they're people often in positions of power. Maxwell and Epstein were predators who were able to use that power and privilege to harm countless individuals. And for far too long, the institutions that should be protecting the public were instead protecting them. And I still hope that we find out more about how that was allowed to occur.
We know that historically, though, that this has happened in many organizations and many institutions that predators are protected. Um, in you know in churches in political groups in the foster care system and so i just hope that this sentence can be another sign that voices are coming together and saying no more if you commit these crimes you will be punished if you facilitate these crimes you will be punished if you are a bystander that looks the other way you will not be allowed to continue to hold a position of power sarah ransom also spoke to the media afterwards I have uh, spent the last 17 years in my own prison for what she, Jeffrey, and all the co-conspirators did to me. I was raped repeatedly. I was raped three times a day sometimes. And I was not the only girl on that island. There was a constant stream of girls being raped over and over and over again. And yes, Ghislaine must die in prison because I've been in hell and back the last 17 years. In that statement just now, Ransom referenced an island, that's Epstein Island, which is in the Caribbean, where according to Epstein's own flight logs, dozens and dozens of celebrities and politicians visited. One of the attorneys for the witnesses, Brad Edwards, even alludes to the fact that there are others out there who were engaging in this type of activity. There's a lot of people that have a lot of information we've said for a long time. They, they know things. And they should be speaking, and the time is now. And if they're continuing to not speak, they're hurting victims, they're hurting survivors, they're not helping. So we could sit here and yell out names of a lot of people who have a lot of power and prestige, and they hide behind that and instead don't come forward and just do the right thing like a normal, good human being. There, there are people that are coward, and, uh, and I wish that they would come forward. Maxwell's lawyer, Bobby Sternheim, blamed it all on Epstein and says that they will appeal this sentence for Maxwell. Our client, Glenn Maxwell, has been vilified, pilloried, and it left little room for her to be treated fairly because even before she stepped forward into this courthouse, she was being tried and convicted in the court of public opinion. Glenn will appeal this case, and we are confident that she will prevail on appeal. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem is sounding the alarm over food insecurity here in the U.S. Noem says that the Biden administration's overregulation and intrusion, along with the high inflation, is making the jobs of farmers much, much harder than it already is. It's amazing how people's uh, grocery shopping habits have completely changed mm-hmm. because of inflation and the food supply prices going up. You know, that's the thing in South Dakota, we grow the f- world's food. Mm-hmm. It's right there. But because there's so much government intervention, control by conglomerates and even companies that aren't owned in the United States of America, we do have a food crisis on our hands. And and this is something I've been talking about for 10 or 15 years, really, is that food security is national security. When we don't feed ourselves in this country and we don't control our own food supply, then another country controls us. And so this is something that our federal government, our president, needs to start caring about because it's affecting every single family. Noam spoke on Fox News, saying it can't all be blamed on Russian President Vladimir Putin and the war in Ukraine. Nobody's buying that. Nobody's buying that because we know exactly how different it was when President Trump was in the White House. And it's all these decisions, energy costs. You know, if you look at a typical farmer in South Dakota right now, they're spending thousands of dollars more to run one tractor for a week than they did just a year ago. Uh, so you add that up, you know, you run five, six tractors on an operation, it's costing you a half a million dollars more 
just for energy. And they can't even afford the fertilizer. They can't. You know, and that's the thing that people don't realize is that farmers go to the bank and borrow money to put it in the dirt. You know, they really do. Yep. They they get an operating loan, they put it in the dirt, and they hope it rains. Mm -hmm. And that that fall, there'll be something back there to yep. pick up and to harvest and sell and feed the world. And it really is a, a gambler's profession. And then when you have the federal government attacking them the way that they are right now, it's a challenge. It's yep. a challenge. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out 1819 News, the podcast, as Brian Dawson and Ray Mellick sit down with Montgomery radio host Joey Clark of News and Views. Okay, these are the rules of the game and how people play the game. I'm definitely a political cynic. I don't think I'm a cynic about all of life, uh, but there's a great George Carlin line said, if you scratch a cynic, you'll see a disappointed idealist. And so I had like these moments where I still love, especially the ideals and the values and principles this country is founded on. I love having the political discussions stretching all the way back to the Greeks, to Machiavelli. To, I love the political theory. And then you come down from the ivory tower and you go, this mailer where Mike Durant and Mo Brooks look like the two of the three stooges is what's going to change. <laughs> and, and so it makes you uh, cynical about how things work. But I, I'm I'm trying not to let that bleed into other aspects of life because I think life is much bigger and should be much bigger than the political scene. Yeah. And I know in 1819, we are, uh, at least I know I am, I'm pretty sure Ray is, um, ready for the political season to be over because it, you know, twofold what we want to do. We want to make sure that the people of Alabama know what's going on, uh, all across the state, no matter what, including politics. Um, and, and that we want to cover politics as well, if not better than everybody, but we also want to be celebrating the state because at the end of the day, the reason we fight, the reason we go through the pain and suffering, the political season, we fight with all we have in the political season is, is citizens, um, is is because there's something worth preserving. And so if we're not enjoying that thing that we're trying to preserve, um, we are just going to get bitter and we're going to get burnout and everything else. And I'm glad that the political season only comes around every four years. Um, or two. Or two, yeah, with Senate <laughs> and how that works out in the Congress and well, stuff. And it's one thing I, I always try to, like there's a great, there are a couple great lines about being a cynic. Uh, one is, uh, it's a man who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. And yeah. I think when you constantly look at the negative, that can really hurt you. But another one, and this is how I'm not this way with the rest of life, just to reiterate that point, but a, a cynic is a man upon seeing a flower arrangement looks around for a coffin. And so, like, it's good to be reminded of how dirty things can be and how the – I really, the older I've gotten, I've become less of an idealist into cynicism, into what I would – and I'd say this unironically, I'm a Machiavellian. You can look at what people sell you. You can look at what people claim to believe, uh, whether at whatever level of politics, but then you've got to watch their actions and understand the ulterior motives. Of, they're selling something. Yeah. And, you know, truth in advertising, right? Yeah. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 